0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Small Town Worlds. This is Lee Creech
1: and Kayla Couples,
0: and today we are going to talk about the Respect for Marriage Act that just—I um, think it passed last week. So, do we want to first say what that? What yeah. That so, was?
1: say what it is, and then and then clarify exact. Let's clarify exactly where it's at in the process. Because I had some questions about that based upon, they were saying it still had to go through the Senate. No,
0: it's already passed in the Senate. It passed um, 61 to 36.
1: 61 to 36. Okay, so go ahead. Because okay. that was confusing to me. Okay.
0: So what, so what the Respect for Marriage Act is, this act repeals the defense of marriage. We're just going to jump right in. <laughs> it de- repeals the Defense of Marriage Act that passed in 1996 and that act said just
1: I have that written briefly.
0: Okay, you can read that for us in a second. But um it this says it re- this respect for marriage act says it requires the US federal government and all United States states and territories to recognize the validity of same-sex and interracial civil marriages and protect religious liberty. So that's what the definition of the defense of, marriage of what he is. signed mm-hmm. and,
1: and what was passed
0: so read what was repealed the okay in 1996
1: act. defense of marriage act in section three it says um, this prevented the federal government from recognizing any marriages between gay and lesbian couples for the purpose of federal laws or programs even if those couples are considered legally married by their home states because at this time there were states that were recognizing and, and allowing people of same sex mm-hmm. to marry legally, and um, but the federal government would not recognize those marriages as legal marriages with regards to so um, security social, benefits. Right, um, right any kind of uh, tax write offs or mm-hmm. I mean it's a myriad of of things that it exempted them from, and so that was the that was the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act.
0: I watched a video of of Biden, and I'm going to quote what he said. This video was 1997, and he said, speaking on gay marriage and the flag amendment that were coming up for a vote, he said, we already have a law, and it's the Defense of Marriage. It's the Defensive Marriage Act. Um, he went on to say a lot of other things about the country, uh, about how wonderful the defensive Marriage Act was and that was in 97 and then um, of course he signed he he did sign this this bill into law. So it passed in the house uh, 258 to one, 258 to 169. Um, Which was very disappointing. So it was a bipartisan vote.
1: Right. That was, what I read must have been um, prior to the actual passing of it, the article that I read on it, because it was saying that, that it would take um, at least 10 Republican Mm -hmm. senators. And so obviously there were 11.
0: And then it passed in the Senate, 61 to 36. So again, very, very upsetting. That it had so much support, right on the um, on the other side. Um, so I'm going to read you. So
1: what why? So let's talk for just a second about sure. why you think there has there is now at this point that much support, bipartisan support for this kind of is it pressure? Is it that much of a shift in our society? Like, wh- wh- what do you think? really accounts for that kind of...
0: I was shocked at those numbers, and so I don't know the explanation for that, but I did think to myself that um, societal pressures are making people shift their values. Yeah. And and they really do think that... Um, I read on Twitter... I didn't write all the information about this down, but there was a woman on Twitter, she was a senator, and she it just showed a little clip of her... Um, she was a senator from Missouri, and she was given her a few minutes to speak, and she said, please don't pass this. She said, please uphold our traditional marriage values, and she actually started crying. She she was so moved and, and broken, yeah. um, and so a Democratic senator had put um, tears of hate, is what he put, and then he showed the clip. And um, he was just disparaging her. He said a lot of other things, too. Yeah. And um, so there were people that are truly still heartbroken. But then there's the other side, and they're so pressured by the other side right. that that th- that tears of hate, that that term, it just made me think of what they're having to go through, right. what they're having to face. And so um, – but then there are people like her from Missouri that still stand up right. and um, – but there were a lot of people on the Republican side whose names I was really sad to see. To see day. one
1: of the things that I read was really in pertaining to Clarence Thomas and some of the things happening on the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. and it was as it was. I don't know if this is accurate, but it was stated as if part of the response to this is to kind of counterbalance yes. the abortion issue yeah. that just um, yeah. that our country just overturned and all of those things and so they were this
0: away so we're going to give you this. yes
1: it was kind Mm -hmm. of a a concession almost Mm -hmm. within the the governmental system to to kind of um make peace almost with regards to to the abortion issue and so i thought what a what a sad day that 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 it would come that those that that would be what you feel like you had to do to to make the right stand and then to feel like you had to concede. Do you did you really gain did we really gain any ground? Yeah. I guess is what I was thinking. Did we really gain any ground on the one side if we we're willing to concede on the other? Yeah.
0: I think we did. I do think we did. Do you? <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do think we did and I'll tell you why in just a minute. Okay. Um so my question about this is what does it mean for Christians, honestly? What does it mean for the Christian who, um, there will be targeted attacks on Christians, there will be targeted attacks on Christian business owners. It means lawsuits, slander, loss of income for Christians who won't conform to society. And then on the flip side of that, I thought to myself, I wrote... Um, do you remember when they used to have the sign when going to business? No shoot, no shoes, yeah. no shirt, no service. So we used to have that right as a business owner to refuse services. Um, but that's that's going to be taken away. It's right. going to be limited, um, especially if that the other act. Um, what's the other act? The Equality Act. Yes. Especially if the yeah. Equality Act comes into play, and it's you know we've talked about it for a year now, um, or longer. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's still being pushed. They oh, yeah, because that it. was the,
1: yes, that's yeah. the other thing now. Okay, we've made this, we've taken these few little steps. Yes. But Let's keep pushing until. Yeah, but
0: it's not done. That was right. the ACLU article. Right. You know, we, we've we got a long way to go. Um, But, um, so my thoughts are what rights do business owners have? And then my thought was what does God want us to do? Yeah. Um, And so my question is, there are times when we should back down and keep the peace for the gospel, mm. and can we reach people through love and kindness? So, and then it's okay to love people even when they're in sin. And so, is there always, is it always necessary to fight? I guess my question. Um, so, with with the gospel in mind, I do think we've gained ground because when you go uh, to serve someone as a business owner. You don't have to turn that person away. You could help that person in a way that um, I think might... Shows the
1: love of Christ. Yeah, and it
0: made me think about Paul saying he became all things for all people so that he could win some. That was the verse that was in my head. And I thought, you know, um, there will be times I'm sure that people need to take a stand and for whatever reason, and there'll be people that want to take a stand. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying that's going to happen and yeah you know and they'll have to follow their conscience in the and you know um i think the discernment of the holy spirit
1: i think it makes me think of a couple of things as well the the upside down kingdom Mm -hmm. of god it makes me think about um fighting doesn't always look like what we think it looks like right and it isn't as though we aren't Stepping down from the fight or stepping away from the fight, but we are choosing to employ the weapons of warfare that God has given us. And one of the primary weapons of our warfare is prayer. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, the word of God. And so, um, yes, there will be times to say no. And yes, there will be times to protest. And yes, there will be times to take a stand, just as the apostles did. And Right. Um, just as Paul did, and and others in Scripture, and 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 then there are times where you um, you fight through prayer, and you continue to extend the love of Christ. And I think that that is a balance that the church must find. Yes. Is that I disagree with you on on the basis of the foundation of truth, which is the Bible, but I love you with the love of the Lord. Yeah. And the love of the Lord looks like this. It looks like me telling you truth. It looks like me showing you kindness. It looks like me extending grace to you. It looks yeah. uh, it, there are a lot of ways to display the truth of the gospel. And I think it's time for the church to investigate what that is. Yeah. Really come to terms with what that is and be practicing it.
0: Yeah. I think there will be definitely, um, just because there is so much hate and animosity on the other side. Right. There's going to be people that are targeted, intentionally targeted. Right.
1: There are going to be Christian businesses mm -hmm. that are approached to do specific jobs, just like we've already seen. Right that are, they are going to be approached just for the point of yeah. making them say yes or no.
0: Yeah, making them say yes or no. You know. And so how they respond and how they react. And, and you know, we're Christian people. I'm in business. So, um, you know, I mean, I haven't been faced with that yet, but it, I'm not saying that it wouldn't yeah. come to that. And um, I'm an open Christian. And so um, vocal, I mean, we're on the radio. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh so we'll see, you know, we'll see. And that's again, that's facing um, the, the discernment of the Holy Spirit right. is what you're and
1: unity within the body of Christ as well, because that is also going to pit Christian against Christian because mm-hmm. whereas one Christian is going to think, you have to do it this way. Another Christian says, no, it can look like this. And so then before we know it, we're fighting amongst ourselves because we don't agree upon the way to handle yeah. certain situations. So I, for me within this, Specific topic: um, Having grace for your your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how they have to handle situations in the time that they're handling them. Mm -hmm. You know, we can all say we would do certain things no matter what, right? Um, And God help us to do the right thing according to His will every time. We pray that absolutely. But also, just having grace. Number one, that somebody might make a mistake and do it wrong. Or they might be obedient to what God is telling them to do in the moment. Exactly. And so having grace for each other mm-hmm. in this um, unprecedented time for us. Yeah. Drawing examples for how uh, the people of God have handled situations like this throughout the history of Scripture. Yeah. You know, let's investigate how did the Israelites handle it? What are, how did they fail? Mm-hmm. And how did they succeed? And what can we learn from how they handled specific pressures of course the early church and the way that they were um you know persecuted and the things that they faced what did they do how did they handle it there are things to, to for us to learn from scripture that that i think that um it's going to give us some additional wisdom yeah in in ways to handle things moving forward because it Unless the Lord intervenes, we are we are not looking at these things going away.
0: No, it's only going to escalate. Yes, it's only going to escalate. This is the beginning, and it's almost um, it's it's the beginning of the end of religious freedom. Mm. That's the way I see it, and I don't want to be dramatic, but I mean, you know, right. I do see it as a it's a, a um, and, and we've taken steps forward, and I'll tell you why I do think that. Um, uh, why the other why the other supreme court decision was so more much more important than this than this and the supreme court is facing another yeah. decision with another Christian from Colorado she's from, also from Colorado um
1: she the website designer yes the yeah. website
0: designer uh but but the loss of life yeah the loss of life is why it's different uh and why I think it's it's still a victory over the other yeah um is you know um I was going to tell you what A.W. Tozer said. Speaking of what you just said, following up with what you just said, when we become so tolerant that we lead people into mental fog and spiritual darkness, we are not acting like Christians. We are acting like cowards. And so there are going to be times when we take a stand, and there are going to be times when other people take a stand and just having grace for each other in those moments because there are going to be times when we um, don't take a stand and when we and when we make decisions like you said, yeah. um, based on the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so um, just having grace for one another right. in Christ and not not judging each other as yeah. Christians. Gosh, that's such a big deal. Somebody was talking to me about that today, about feeling judged by um, someone, you know, because of what they did or chose to do or how they did parenting really was what it was. Yeah. over How they parented. And um, so anyway, just having grace for each other.
1: I mean, we're going to need each other. We need yes. each other now.
0: Yes, we
1: need the unity of the body of Christ right now, and all the more um, as the as the birth pangs get closer and closer together, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. we're going to need each other more and more.
0: So I was going to tell you one more um, one more quote. Um, I'm going to tell you what uh, Senator Mike Lee he's a Republican from Utah, he said the bill's potential consequences on religious freedom were not obvious, but legal experts have pointed out that a legitimate risk, and he said without robust protections in place, federal recognition of same-sex marriage could, excuse me, read against the backdrop of various federal statutes and the way they have been interpreted by the Supreme Court, and they could inflict harm on those who, for reasons rooted in sincerely held religious belief or moral conviction, do not embrace same-sex marriage. So what he was basically saying is there's nothing firm or concrete in place right now um, that's obvious uh, for people who have religious convictions. So there's nothing in place in the law or in the bill that um, is going to hinder your stance on at religious the moment freedom. at the moment at the moment. But um, Senator Mark uh, Marco Rubio, isn't that his name? Yeah, I didn't write it down. But there were several people who uh, proposed amendments that would protect um, a person on the basis of moral conviction and religious belief, and none of those amendments passed. Mm-hmm. So there were there were senators and um, uh, who proposed having those safeguards in there for. Christian beliefs and...
1: Um, and other religions.
0: Yeah. He, moral convictions. Moral what convictions, they yeah. Yeah. Um, but none of those passed. So just... Um,
1: so uh, talking about using our the weapon of prayer that God has has given us and instructed us to use. So because the amendments didn't pass this time, what is the procedure for um, continuing to propose amendments? Once the amendment hasn't passed, can it be proposed? at a later date or what is the
0: I think it can yeah
1: so so can we not can we not even now begin to pray that that amendments be made to this to protect the rights of those that don't bear witness yeah with um this change in the tradition of you know the traditional family I don't know I'm just thinking like yeah What do we What do we do now? I guess that's my my thought.
0: Prayer now, right? What do
1: we do now when we see that? Okay, this is this is past. This is now part of our um, government structure. What do we do about it now? Mm -hmm. And if we recognize that moving forward, it has the potential to affect Christian businesses, in particular, at the moment. That's going to be that's 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 going to be the that's going to be the first target Mm -hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Um, So, how do we begin to pray? For the Christian business, Um, I think we begin to pray. Number one, that more representatives and senators and those people that are in power to do that would recognize the the need for that protection for Mm -hmm. Christian businesses. That they would,
0: and they have the guts to stand up. Yeah, the courage. Yeah, because it's it's, you know we're talking death.
1: We're talking death threats. We're talking open um, animosity and.
0: Tears of hate
1: Tears so of feel, hate being, being so spoken convicted. of them yeah yeah so no matter how sincere we are in our even to say I love humans, I love people, I believe people are made in the image of God. I don't bear witness with this particular thing, therefore I choose not to offer my services right to this particular couple or, or whatever the, the situation is and that not being accepted as genuine like mm-hmm. that's scary.
0: Yes, that is scary. It's scary. It is scary. Um, so, someone else within that, um, within the the same article that I was reading that talked about the numbers, um, it said they want to dismantle every traditional value and norm in society, and uh, it made me think of a Billy Graham quote that I had saved on my Pinterest board. If you <laughs> Quotes to live by on my pictures board. Um, Billy Graham said, "When the family is destroyed, society eventually disintegrates." And gosh, that was long before right. any of this ever came uh, came into. But I mean,
1: we're see we we have been seeing that in the last couple of decades, and clearly, just did. with divorce yeah. rate and mm-hmm. um and the breakdown of the traditional family, how. We are seeing the effect of that on our society. And mm-hmm. I think part of what we're experiencing now is reaping part of that. I think we are reaping part of that breakdown. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I'm, so I'm doing the Bible recap. It's close to the end of the year. I'm almost done. Uh, and uh, yesterday was Titus. So it was the whole book of Titus. And so Titus was on the Isle of Crete is a beautiful greek Isle, and uh she she talked about the term Cretan, yeah (laughs) because they were just horrible people they were clearly they were just awful people and he was having to deal with um uh fighting against um jewish culture coming in and he was you know trying to keep jewish tradition and he was and he was dealing with their actual just their lifestyle and how yeah. they lived and how awful they were. And I thought, gosh, that was such a mirror for right now, what we're dealing with. I thought, oh, my gosh, our society is just reverted, and, like, we're, we're the Isle of Crete. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, reading it, going, oh, my gosh, we are the Isle of Crete. <laughs> we're we're living, the Cretans. We're the Cretans. That's what we're living in right now. And um, so Titus 1 through 3, I think you could read that whole book in uh, just a few minutes. Yeah. It was like eight minutes maybe. Um to read that book of the Bible, and so uh, I would encourage you to go and read that because it just—I uh, don't know—it just made me. It just mirrored today um, so clearly, and what we're talking about today, and just encouraged. Well, Paul was just encouraging Titus, you know, to stay firm, stay in firm, faith, um, and to um, just keep, you know, stay strong in the word. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Right. basically is what he was saying. Um, but anyway, I just felt like we were dealing with
1: that. Did you read about uh, a case before the Supreme Court right now? Oh, Obergefell versus Hodges. Did you read that? So
0: I didn't. I did come across that, but I yeah. didn't click on it and read it. So tell me what.
1: So apparently, uh, this within the same vein of what just pat the law that just passed. So this is the a case that's been before that is before them now that. Um, He basically has sued for his partner's benefits. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that maybe he lost and he is now appealing that. And if it's overturned, it would once again put the power back into the hands of each state to choose not to issue marriage license to same-sex couples. So it would be a lot like the abortion thing.
0: I did read that. That is exactly whatever what I the read right that. word is yeah, that, that, that just recently that. passed, yeah. and so
1: because basically, again, what we're looking at is the um, the federal government taking the states' rights away. Yeah. Whereas this would put the rights back, back into, into the, state. the hands of the state, and so when you know when we're talking about things to be in prayer for, I I, I think that that's a big one mm-hmm. because. Um, You know, just like the abortion issue, yes, it didn't completely make it go away, but it gave a voice to the people of each state as a yes. voice, as opposed to these few people that represent us in this in the House and in the Senate.
0: Right. It makes me think about going back to the um to the book that I haven't complete completely read, the book that by Joe Boot. What did I get us? What's the name of that book? I got us the book and we didn't read
1: oh, it. Oh King of King of Kings. <laughs> That's what it is, okay. isn't it? king of something
0: king of rulers is that what it is ruler of kings ruler of kings (laughs) boom we got it (laughs) ruler of kings well you know what I do I go to the last chapter and I read the last chapter so I go to the last chapter and I read the last chapter and in the last chapter he said we've already given the government so many concessions and that has stuck in my mind he said, we've give, We've already given up freedoms. We don't even realize right. that we've given away. Um, we've already allowed the government to control things that it shouldn't be in control of. And so when you say that, it makes me think of that because um, when we formed the United States, when our forefathers formed the United States, states' rights were supposed to be supreme mm. over federal rights. Um But it's twisted now and it's the other way around. And so uh, the Supreme Court, that would be a wonderful prayer to pray that things go back and that, uh, again, that the state has the right to choose because that's the way it was supposed to be. That's the way things were initially designed. And then um, since the time of uh, the Civil Wars, when really things started to shift and change in that regard.
1: And I so. think about the slow fade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been this slow fade to the point that now we're in in this mess, saying, "How in the world did we get this way?" Mm-hmm. When when you can really trace back almost by the year, mm-hmm. this happened this year. Go back another year or so, and this happened back, and and you see, oh gosh, this yeah, this has really been a slow fade. It's been a it's been a it's been a. Puzzle piece by puzzle piece yeah. along the way. And it's been
0: calculated, and we were, we were asleep, like we okay, Eddie Tozer said. Yeah. We were asleep to it, and we've been lulled into this mind fog is what he used. What yeah. he used. And um, so coming out of that, well... Um, we're so close to the end now is there anything else that you want to talk about before we before we're
1: done I had located the um, the because as I was looking through the Respect to Marriage Act information all of them were from the liberal liberal media every bit of it and so I had to really kind of dig to find a response from and so I looked at the Family Research Council and President Tony Perkins said this The U.S. Senate is making a mockery of marriage as it tramples on a foundational right, religious freedom of the individual. Whether by the court or by the Congress, truth cannot be altered. Regardless of the actions of Congress, there are millions of Americans who will remain steadfast in their love for their fellow human being by remaining committed to these truths that marriage is ordained by God and men and women are created in His image. Hmm.
0: That's really good.
1: Yeah. So we continue to hold to the truth. We continue to love people. And we don't concede um, truth because it's easy.
0: Yeah. So like we were saying before, speak the lo- speak truth in love. Um, but you can still love people and serve people. Yeah. And um, it may not always come to a battle. That's what other people think it might should look like. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we just thank you guys for so much for being with us today. and um, we will see y'all again next time.